Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this podcast, I'll be teaching you everything you need to know about your incarnation here on Earth. We are going to talk about all things finding your soul purpose, manifestation, quantum physics, and of course, reprogramming your subconscious mind so that you can live the life of your dreams. We'll be here every Monday, so turn your volume up and get ready for the transformation of a lifetime. Welcome to the collective. Hello, hello. Welcome to such an important episode on the Cosmic Collective podcast. We're a little bit less cosmic this week and a little bit more human-based, but you know, it's all part of the cosmic journey of being a human. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. It was requested by you all because, well, I had I had this idea planned already, but it really became something more whenever I kind of spoke up about some things on social media, not in like a super intense kind of way, but I, you know, kind of posted on Instagram stories earlier this week, which is definitely not the same week you're hearing this. I think this is, we have so much content already uploaded to go. I don't know when you're hearing this, but I'm trying to get it out soon because I know that you guys are really going to benefit from it. But I, I, kind of spoke about on my Instagram stories how you know there are certain types of DMs that I will accept and not accept and you know to not message me about angel numbers because you can google it and I believe fully in your ability to discern what the number means for you um you know I I if you want channeled guidance then that's where you book a reading with me but I I do not have the capacity to answer every single DM I get let alone every and like tune into every single human who messages me about why they're seeing a certain angel number if you want my guidance this is your sign. Book a reading with me. Waitlist is either open. It's either open or we're already on a new waitlist by the time you're hearing this. I actually don't know when, but I was kind of just making a statement with that. And then it kind of led into me saying also like, please don't come into my DMs saying like, hi, love. Hi, dear. And like acting like, you know, me when you're like a stranger on the internet, like it's just so weird. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit at the end. We're going to talk about like boundaries on socials and in business, but I just want to talk about boundaries in general because I did a poll and I asked you guys like, what do you need most help in when it comes to boundaries in your personal life, in personal and business or in both? And I was actually shocked at how many people responded to that poll. And it seems like a lot of you are really struggling with boundaries, which is okay. This is something that you learn as you get older and it gets easier with time. I also have an entire module on this in a happy human. So we'll talk about a happy human later, but it's definitely something that you need to learn to have and maintain healthy relationships in your life. And honestly, to maintain your mental fucking sanity, like that's just, that's it. So I want to start off by saying two things. One, your boundaries are your superpower. I am not even kidding you. It literally makes you a superhero to have boundaries, a superhero for your inner child, a superhero for your ego. Boundaries are beautiful. The second thing I want to say is that the people who get upset with you for having boundaries are the ones who benefit from you not having any. Okay? That's the reality. I know full well 
that the people who love me and respect me and whom I love and respect, there are literally never any issues with respecting boundaries. It's literally not a question. It's just normal. And that's one thing I'm going to say too, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more, is the people who you have really healthy relationships with, typically you don't have to like formally say, hey, this is my boundary. You kind of just say something and they understand and they respect it. But we'll we'll talk into like how to, you know, speak up more on your boundaries and things like that. But the first thing I want to start off with is the difference between boundaries and expectations, because I find people get really confused and they tend to think that their expectations are their boundaries and they are not the same. Expectations are things that you expect other people to do for you and boundaries are a threshold of things you will not tolerate. There is a very, very big difference here. An expectation in this example would be, I expect you to be there for me when I need you, right? That's not a boundary. That's an expectation. A boundary is saying, hey, I can't be there for you until I tend to myself, but I love you and I support you and I'll check in with you when I can. An expectation is, hey, I expect to be spoken to with respect, with love, with kindness. A boundary is saying, hey, I will not tolerate you speaking to me in a derogatory, aggressive kind of way. They are different. And so when it comes to boundaries, everyone needs to have boundaries to honor themselves, their mind, their body, their emotional state. And this is kind of the expression of you can't pour from an empty cup. That's what boundaries are. But if we want to use an expression to depict expectations, this is my favorite one. And I've shared this with clients a lot before too, especially when you're like manifesting relationships or you're in connection with people or even just like friends and family is I don't get to tell you how to love me. I get to see how you love and decide if I want to show up in that. I got goosebumps saying that. That is one of the biggest things that is going to be important to have a clarity on because when you have expectations of people, you are asking them to mold their behavior into who you expect or want them to be. You have to let people be themselves and if who they are in their authenticity does not work for you, then don't be around them. That's when the boundaries come in. That's when the acknowledgement of misalignment comes in. And I think that's super important to recognize. And that can be really hard when you want someone in your life, but they, and this, I, I, it's, it's just the, the, sometimes the way these conversations go, you know, I, I'm not much big on, on, on sharing, um, you know, things in my life anymore, but I get this. And I think we all get it where sometimes we love someone so much, but their behavior towards us, their actions in their life are not, they're trying to drag us into their chaos. And that's when the boundaries come in. And if the boundaries can't be respected, then that's where you have to make hard decisions. And I promise you, honoring yourself will always have a beneficial payoff 
I'm not saying it's not going to hurt. I'm not saying that it won't be difficult. It might be, especially if it's your first time doing it. But the, the more that you do this, the easier it gets. And I'm going to talk about this as well for those of you who are service providers when it comes to clients, especially for those of you who are in like the holistic spiritual wellness space. Uh, I think that that's a very important conversation that we need to have as well. So I just kind of want to preface all of that when it comes to boundaries and expectations, because I feel like that's a good foundation for us to work off of. However, setting boundaries can be so freaking hard because there are fears sometimes that we have about what that means for the relationship. And so I will say it again, the people who don't respect your boundaries are the ones who benefit from you not having any and other people are not your responsibility. Okay. The best way to express your boundaries first and foremost is to get clear on them. What are your boundaries? What are your thresholds? Are you in a relationship with anyone, friend, family, partner going to accept being name called? I personally don't like calling myself names. Therefore, I don't allow anyone else to call me names, even as a joke. I am very much a woman who is like, I really don't vibe with the whole like, hey, bitch. Like, what? Like, why are we speaking like that to each other? Like, to me, that's derogatory. I don't like that. Um, I That's not the kind of etiquette and the way that I want to be approached in life. Um, similar to this conversation that I had on social media recently on like how to go into my DMs. If you message me and you're not my friend, you're not my colleague, you're not my client, and you say, hi, dear, hey, love, like I'm not answering you because it's weird. Like it's weird. And we're going to get to that in the socials part of this episode, but you need to get clear on what your boundaries are and you need to list them. Like I really recommend like grabbing a journal, grabbing a notes app and listing out what your boundaries are and what it is that you won't tolerate. For example, I'm going so general here. Like maybe you won't tolerate being cheated on in a relationship. You won't tolerate being name called. Um, you won't tolerate workplace gossip. You won't tolerate someone who makes you feel like you are incapable of achieving your dreams. Like there are just going to be certain things that you don't want to experience when it comes to the way that people treat you. Those are your boundaries. The things you don't want boundaries, the things that you do want typically are your expectations. We could have a whole separate conversation on expectations because I have a, a pretty controversial opinion on expectations. So which is fun. I really love being controversial straight up. I love, I love being a disruptor. I think it's so funny how, 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 how people can react. I think it's hilarious. Um, and I don't do it to like stir the pot. It's just, I'm not going to change who I am to like fit this whole like oversensitivity in society. Like I'm not doing it. Um, so whenever you have your boundaries clearly set out, you then want to address them when someone is crossing your boundaries. And the way that you want to do this, and this is psychologically backed, I studied psychology in university, and this is something that a lot of psychologists will teach you, is you want to address conflict, and especially with boundaries, with I statements. You never want to go to someone and say, you did this, and you make me feel this. Like, just think about being on the receiving end of that. Like that feels really aggressive. So 
whenever you feel disrespected, you want to say something like, I just feel really disrespected in this situation. I feel like my boundaries were crossed. This is my boundary. And I would like to have a conversation with you about it so that we can have and maintain a really healthy relationship. The thing with having boundaries and communicating your boundaries is you have to be capable of communicating them. And until you are capable of communicating your boundaries, you will constantly find yourself in situations where you are being disrespected or you are feeling resentful or frustrated in your relationships. Because here's the thing, no one can read your mind, okay? Like even as a psychic medium, like you need to voice things. You need to express how you feel. You need to communicate. And your lack of communication of your boundaries is as much of of a problem as the people who are crossing your boundaries. They might not know that they're even crossing a boundary because you have not communicated it to them. And I think that's where people have to like take accountability in situations like this. And I think, you know, I'm a big accountability culture kind of person cancel culture not so much I really believe in accountability culture giving people the grace to explain their situation explain their intentions and to be better now if you express your boundaries and then someone keeps crossing them that's when that's when shit ends I was seeing someone a few years ago and I stated a boundary with him And this was like really early on in our relationship. Like, I I don't, let's not even call it a relationship. Okay. But I set a boundary and he crossed it. And I was like, "Mm -mm, we just talked about this. And he was like, oh, right. The next day he did it again. And I was like, you're not hearing me. And then he did it again. And honestly, the second time should have been enough. But the third time really put the nail in the coffin. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. And I dipped out of that relationship. Again, we're not going to call it a relationship, but like whatever. So you also have to be so confident in who you are and in what you deserve as a human being that you are not willing to tolerate someone who is not able to respect your boundaries. And I think that's the biggest thing that people struggle with is like, and the way that spirit is saying it to me right now is that it's not that people are unclear on their boundaries. It's that people are afraid of the abandonment and the rejection that they might experience with a person who they hope will respect their boundaries but ends up not respecting them and have goosebumps I have full-on body chills saying that that was so beautiful you have to heal your fears of rejection and your fears of abandonment to hold strong in the communication and the upholding of your boundaries. No one is going to protect you and respect your boundaries if you don't protect yourself and respect your boundaries and uphold them, right? And this kind of, I love the honking outside. I don't know if you guys can hear that with the new microphone, but I feel like that was just like a sign of like, case in point, drive it home. But I also shared a real, I don't know, a couple of years ago on Instagram, it's still there of like, Some people will love you and some people will love the idea of you. And I think that hits home too is like you really have to be okay losing people in life. And this is kind of kind of feed into the point that I'm going to bring up about social media later of like you have to be okay with people not knowing you. You have to be okay with people judging you without knowing you. You have to be okay with these things because at the end of the day, not everyone in your life is a permanent piece in your life. 
there are going to be people. You are going to find your life partner. You are going to find your friends who are lifers. And I promise you, those of you who maybe feel like you don't have strong friendship connections right now, or you've never been with that person who, you know, you could see your whole life with, or maybe you have, and then you got your heart broken, whatever your situation is, there are eventually going to be people who ride or die, who are loyal to you, who are faithful to you, who love you and respect you without you really even having to ask very much. But again, communication is the key here. It's the key to all relationships. And everyone who doesn't respect your boundaries, everyone who is in misalignment to you, I want you to start viewing them as blocks that need clearing for you to find your people. Whether that be romantically, whether that be familial, whether that be platonic, whether that be professional, right? Your relationships are only ever going to be as healthy as your boundaries are clear. And I think that, that that starts with you. You have to take responsibility for that. So whenever you are stating your boundaries with those I statements, I felt this way and I find that X, Y, Z is a priority for me in relationships. How can we work on this together? There are going to be people who love you unconditionally who say, oh my goodness, I didn't even realize I was doing that. I'm so sorry. Let's do this. Amazing, beautiful conversation. I think the other thing too is like you need to stop expecting people to be perfect. Tell me that you've never made a mistake in your life. Tell me that you've never hurt someone by accident. Tell me that you never fucked something up. And I'm going to call you a liar if you say any of those things. And I'm, I'm really going to question your ability to self-analyze and self-reflect. Every single one of us has hurt someone, oftentimes by accident. Every one of us has made a mistake. Every one of us has failed in something. That is okay. We are human beings. We are meant to make mistakes so that we can recognize that they are mistakes that we don't want to do again, right? I was thinking about this this morning. I was talking with Spirit. It's like sometimes you have to do something to realize that it's actually a mistake, right? That's just, that's just it. Now, a, a second piece of, of instilling boundaries and upholding boundaries is acknowledging whether this person intentionally crossed a boundary or not. Because at the end of the day, listen, there are some people who just don't give a fuck about you who are more concerned about their needs. They are more concerned about, about what they want in a situation and they do not care to respect you. They do not care about your feelings or your consequences or how it impacts you at all. They just care about what they want. And frankly, if that's the situation with anyone, then I honestly don't think that they deserve to be in your life. I, I seriously, and I say this because I have so much love for all of you. I don't know you, but I love you. You are human. You are here having this experience. And on some level, you allow me to guide you in your life through this podcast, through my work. And I, I don't need to know you to love you. And I love you enough. And I'm getting emotional with this. Like I know someone listening to this at some point needs to hear this. I don't need to know you to love you and to know that you deserve the utmost best treatment to be loved and held and cared for by every single person who comes into contact with you. I believe that if you are someone who is here, then you are likely someone who is trying to take more accountability in their life, who's trying to gain clarity, who's trying to become a better version of themselves. And if you can do that with this capacity to self-reflect and acknowledge, 
yeah, I did this thing and I'm not going to do that again because I don't like the version of me who did that. Or I made this mistake, but I forgive myself and I've apologized to this person and I'm trying to be better. I know full well if that is the type of mentality you have and that's the type of internal dialogue you have that you are a good fucking person and you deserve so much fucking love. And my hope with this conversation is that you figure that out. I want you to walk away from this podcast not taking people's shit anymore because there are better people out there for you. There are 8 billion human beings on this planet And you're telling me you're going to fucking let Chad fucking disrespect you like that? You're going to let Janice talk shit about you behind your back and then be friends to your face? You're going to let your parent disrespect you because they're your parent? No, thank you. Love yourself enough. Recognize your worth to realize that you deserve the best. But the best is going to start with the way that you treat yourself, okay? And I want you to, I want you to feel that. I want you to integrate that. I feel like a massive activation has just flooded through spirit and is, is, is connecting with every single one of you who need to receive this. If you're not driving, take a moment, close your eyes, receive this. I can just see the light that is being flooded into all of you. You need to treat yourself this way. So I teach this in a happy human as well. It's called the barter system with the ego. Whenever you are instilling new habits. There are going to be points where your ego has had enough and needs you to support it. And I call this compassionate discipline in the barter system. I'm not going to go too much into it now. If you want to learn about it, it's in a happy human. A happy human is a life coaching course. It's, it is spiritual on some level, but it's also very scientific and psychologically based. You're going to gain clarity on who you are, how to love yourself enough to have boundaries, how to communicate your boundaries effectively, how to figure out what you want in life, your place in life, and how to live life based off of your own expectations rather than the expectations of somebody else. It's really going to change things for you and it's going to teach you how to do that within yourself so that you can do it with other people and then so other people can do that for you and with you in your relationships, in your interpersonal connections. So I'll leave the link below for a happy human. You can use code COSMIC for 10% off at checkout and that applies to the payment plans as well. But it starts with you is really where I want to kind of circle back to. You have to take that accountability and you have to be ready to let go of people who are not going to respect your boundaries over and over and over again. You know, um, uh, my dad taught me this, this quote and I honestly really love it. And it's something that the more that I embody it, the more I feel like a strong and empowered woman. Shout out to my dad for raising fucking strong women. Love you. Um, the quote is fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me. We want to give people the opportunity to grow. We want to give people the grace and the compassion for the fact that they are human and they are doing the best that they can, especially parents. Your parents are not perfect. I read this quote the other day too. Um, it was so beautiful. And I just, it just, it feels fuzzy inside of me when I hear it and when I read it. And it is, this is your parents' first time at life too. And listen, we're not going to get into the whole past life thing. But it's your, it's your first time being the human that you are. And it's your parents' first time being the human that they are. Everyone is doing the best they can. And again, if you can have a conversation with boundaries where people are taking accountability. You're taking accountability for your part. They they take accountability for their part. Apologies are authentically given. 
that's a relationship that you can grow with, but you cannot expect people to be perfect because you are not perfect. Sorry. Sorry to like smash the like rose colored glasses you might be wearing on yourself, but you're not perfect either. And so that's the other thing too. I think let's talk about also receiving boundaries from someone else. When someone says, Hey, this is my boundary. Recognize that it's not personal. It's not a personal attack. Like it's not Regina George going and putting you in the burn book. Right. I recently watched mean girls, not the new one, the old one, the old one what came out in like 2002. It's not that old. My God. Um, anyways, my point is, is that when people come to you and they express a boundary, recognize they're doing it for their health and it probably wasn't all that easy for them to express their boundary either. Right. It's hard for everyone. I think right now, because it's not so it's becoming more common and I love that, but it's not always the easiest thing to express and to talk about. But if you love someone enough, recognize that their boundaries have nothing to do with you and everything to do with what they need. And that is when you have to recognize that their boundaries might clash with your expectations, which is where I fully believe that you don't get to tell people how to love you. You get to see how they love and decide if you want to show up in that. And I know full well that the right people will be in your life at the right times. You will have lessons and teachers in everything, but there are people who are meant to walk through life with you fully. I fully believe that. I fully believe that. I fully know that. I live that. And make space for those people. Have compassion for those people. Open up with those people. Be vulnerable with those people because those are your people. And you might have to be alone for a period of time. You might have to find yourself and hermit inward and focus on yourself and really come home to yourself and do these things for and with and to yourself before you find those people. And that's okay. It's part of the process. So that is kind of the spiel on boundaries in your personal life. Um, Just to kind of close it up, your boundaries are there to maintain the health of relationships. And again, with the most healthy relationships, usually you just have to say like, hey, I'm not cool with that. Or like it can be a little bit more general and it's like clearly understood and that's okay. But sometimes you need to have a stronger conversation about things and that's also okay. And like I said, the people who are going to be in your life, they're going to be there. And the ones who can't respect that, they won't. They're going to dissipate. And that's okay too. So I want to answer before we get into the like business boundaries and like social media boundaries. I want to answer some of your questions that you submitted because I had a poll on my Instagram of like, what do you struggle with most when it comes to boundaries? So I'm going to answer some of these questions and I'm hoping that I can get through most of them. Someone said that the biggest thing that they struggle with is that their boundaries will be upsetting for other people. If your boundaries are upsetting people, this is really where this, you know, quote comes in of the people who can't respect your boundaries are the ones who benefit from you not having any. And that's really a powerful statement that I think that you need to reflect on because you are not responsible. This is the thing. You're not responsible for other people's reactions to what you are saying. You are responsible for the tone and the kindness in which you state something. And this comes back to I statements. I feel X. I am setting boundary for X, Y, Z and not going in with an attack. But if you are doing this with the utmost kindness, compassion, and respect, you're not responsible for how somebody else feels. That's on them. And I think that that's one of the bigger pieces to kind of put together here is 
their reaction is their reaction and their reaction is based off of their own life experiences and it really has nothing to do with you. So if you're afraid of upsetting them, ask yourself like what, like what's the consequence of them being upset anyways? Like how does that actually affect you? Typically there are wounds with people pleasing that come into play with this. And so that is something that I would also urge you to reflect on. I talk about this in a happy human. I teach you how to move away from that. Someone said that they struggle with boundaries with family members or partners um, and the grief that comes with it. Again, why is it that there's grief attached to setting boundaries? Are you afraid of losing a person? Because kind of like I said in this conversation, if you are more afraid of losing someone, like if you care more about the potential loss of someone in your life rather than caring more about honoring yourself and providing for yourself and showing up for yourself, then there are deeper levels of healing that need to come through for that. There are fears of rejection, fears of abandonment, that the lack of boundaries will come from that or from people pleasing. And so if setting a boundary with your partner triggers this fear of like, well, what if they leave? Well then fucking let them. Like, like I said, in the example, like with the, the guy I was seeing, I don't give a fuck. You couldn't, why would I want to be with someone who can't respect my boundaries? Like if I say, please don't do this because this, or I just simply say, please don't do this. I don't like that. And they continue that knowing that I don't like that. Like, I mean, it's the whole concept of like, if they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to respect you and they wanted to be empathetic towards you, they would. If not, then why do you want them in your life? Because they're meeting some sort of emotional emotional need within you that you feel you cannot meet yourself. There is a level of emotional codependency that is there. Again, I'm just giving some examples here. Now, it's the same with family members. I do not believe, you know, the whole concept of like, blood is thicker than water. Not fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. That does not demand loyalty. Biology does not demand loyalty. And I am like a huge proponent of that because the people, if that's the case, then the people who are blood related to you, who are biologically related to you should be the first people to love you so unconditionally that they respect your boundaries, that they respect you as a human being and they want to be kind to you. They want to grow with you and evolve with you and focus on each of your individual needs and how you can each attend to your individual needs while being in relationship. So that's, that's my statement on that. Um, I don't know if that really answers your question, but that's what came out. How to actually hold boundaries is what someone else is struggling with. There are just certain people that I melt into a puddle for. Mm, see, melting into a puddle the way that I, you know, I feel like, again, that comes back to like, what's your weak spot with them? Like, are you afraid they're going to leave? Are you afraid of what life will look like without them? I think that's what it comes back to with a lot of people is like you're afraid to have boundaries because you're afraid that someone won't respect them. And then that is kind of like a big wake up call, right? And I think that just comes back to the fact that not everyone is meant for you. And if you feel like you are around people that you can't communicate your boundaries with, then you need to work on your own communication skills, kind of like I said earlier in this episode, 
and you need to figure out why you struggle to uphold them. It's like kind of like a lack of backbone almost. Like there's really like an imbalance in the masculine energy here because the masculine polarity is really strong with their boundaries, but they're not aggressive with it. They're just like, this is the boundaries. You either meet them or you don't. And if you don't, then I'm out. Like that's really what it comes down to. So what is it with these people that you are not not wanting to risk like what is it within these relationships that you don't want to risk by setting your boundaries that's that's what I would say to reflect on someone else said I struggle when it comes to doing it in person or dealing with people of authority my response to this is like where's your authority like who says that you're not a person of authority I think this is where we really have to remember that no one is better than us no one is on a pedestal I don't care if you are 85 years old. I don't care if you're a police officer. I don't care if you're four years old. I am going to treat you with respect and I'm going to respect your boundaries and I expect you to do the same. Why? Because we're human. That's the commonality. You will be able to speak with more authority when you come into your authority. So this is about coming into more masculine energy, a more balanced energy of the masculine. And what is it that you're intimidated by? with people of authority because at the end of the day like a person of authority like they don't have authority over you you know what I mean so I would look into that and then doing it in person I think if that's hard start by doing it through text or through a phone call or writing it down um, and getting more comfortable with that and then you'll you'll get it'll be easier in person you just got to start with small steps and then I'll do this last one here for the personal. Then we're going to get into the like social business aspect of boundaries. Wanting to skip out on some family events or major holidays, but family guilts you into attending. Again, you know, how are they guilting you? And why, why is it working? Why are their needs from you more important than your needs for you? Right? Why do you want to show up in a place where people can't respect the fact that you maybe don't have the capacity to show up in that space. I think that's the important reflection here. Also, like depending how they're guilting you, like I would really look into that, like, cause that's not okay. Making someone feel bad for their boundaries is not healthy and feel free to bring that up with them and say, Hey, like this is making me feel really bad. Like I just can't be there right now. Like I need to focus on meeting X, Y, Z need within myself And that means I can't attend this event. That's okay. I think, and that's going to kind of lead into this whole thing that I'm going to talk about with social media and business um, owners and service providers is no one is entitled to your energy. No one is entitled to you. You are entitled to you. No one is entitled to who you are and to what you offer and to your energy at any given point. I don't care if they're family. I don't care if they're friends. I don't care if they're a partner. If you need to show up for you, then you need to show up for you. That's, that's the end of the story there. And don't let people make you feel bad about that. That is, that is something that I feel like is also evolving in society where it's not going to be considered selfish or you know, wrong to show up for yourself before showing up for other people's. Again, you can't pour from an empty cup, Right. You have to be there for yourself so that you can be there for other people. And I can say this as a service provider. I can only show up for other people when I've showed up for myself. 
and that's the reality, whether you're a service provider or not, whatever you do for work, like you need to be there for yourself before you can be there for somebody else. And again, blood is not thicker than water, or I guess maybe on like a chemical level it is, or like on a a physical level, maybe it is, but it doesn't mean shit. And again, I firmly believe that those are the people that should understand you the most. And if they don't, then find your chosen family. That is my opinion on that. Now I want to talk about social media and boundaries in social media and business, because someone sent a beautiful question and I'm going to get to that in a moment, but I want to, I want to talk about this because this came up in conversation on my stories earlier this week. Again, you're probably hearing this like a month out. So it's not too recent um, at the time that you're hearing this, but I had kind of said how I will accept DMs and how I will not accept DMs, like how I will accept being spoken to and how I won't. And my big thing is it's so weird. And I've spoken to colleagues and friends about this who are also on social media, they're content creators or they're service providers. And how getting a message from someone who you don't know on the internet saying, hey, love, hi, dear. It's fucking weird, guys. Straight up, stop doing it. It's fucking weird, okay? We don't know you. You don't know people on the internet, straight up. You don't know people on the internet. You know what they want you to know about them. You don't actually know them. You know, for example, pieces of my past that, and even at that, you know, like, the very basics that I felt was relevant to share to kind of prove a point of like how much you can change your life. You don't actually know what that process was like for me. You don't actually know what the challenges were like for me. You don't know shit about what that was actually like in my lived experience. You know what I took from it, right? You don't know me. And I, I said this earlier at the beginning of this episode, if I don't need to be your friend, I don't need to know you to love you. And that's kind of where I want to bring in this conversation with social media because you don't know the people online. You know pieces of their life and you have absolutely no idea who they are 98% of the time. 99% of the time, let's be honest with you. Like, you know pieces of what we want to show you and what we think is relevant, but you don't know. Like, there are, and this is the thing, I'm a 3-5 profile in um, human design. I think I mentioned this earlier. And the five in my profile basically is this energetic archetype where people are going to project onto me or perceive me in the way that they need to perceive me to fulfill who they need me to be in their life story. Whether that's positive or negative is subjective to the person. And their perception is never really accurate to who I actually am because it's a projection, right? It's who they need me to be. And there are a lot of three, five profiles out there. So like if you're a three, five, my heart goes out to you. Like I get it. And if you're someone who is on social media as a creator, as a business, you need to get very comfortable with the fact that People aren't going to know you. People are going to make snap judgments about you based off of a 30 second clip that they know absolutely nothing about your life. Like they, you have to be prepared for that. You have to expect it and you have to be so secure in who you are as a person and the relationships that you have in real life because social media is not real life. It is a dimension of its own. It is, it is its own world 
It is completely separate to Earth, as separate as Mars, Venus, and the Sun are to Earth. The social media world is completely separate to Earth, and it is not real life. And you have to remember that the people who are seeing you on the internet, they aren't your friends, they don't know you personally, and they're going to form opinions of you. And if you can't handle that, you need to either learn how to handle it for the work that you're doing, or you need to choose a different line of work. Like straight up, I'm just going to say it like that because that's how it is. And as a consumer on social media, you need to remember that these people that you are consuming media from are not your friends. If you don't have, and this is the best, easiest way that I can explain this. If you don't have a line of connection or a line of contact to a person outside of their social media account, you're not friends with them. If you don't have their number, if you don't know their full name, if you can't contact them other than through social media, you're not friends. And that's okay. You're not meant to be friends with everyone. It's social media. Like it's, it's meant to share content, share ideas, share opinions, share teachings, right? And, you know, I, I want to get clear on something because I, I got in 2023 an abundant amount of messages that just felt and listen, I know people are, are not malintended with this. I know that there's no malice with this, but it just, and I'm not the only creator and service provider who feels this way of like, it just feels fucking weird because we don't know you. And I got so many messages of like, I feel like I know you so well, but you don't even know who we are, but we know you so well. And I'm sitting there reading these messages and I'm like, you, you actually don't know me. Like, what is it that you could actually say that you know about me as a human being? oh, you know that I had certain experiences in my past that led to me being in this business. Great. But what do you actually know about me? What do you actually know about how those experiences affected me? How I moved through those experiences? What details do you know about my personal life right now? Like you don't know anything, right? And again, I'm going to say it again because I don't want this to come off the wrong way. Honestly, at this point, who gives a fuck if it comes off the wrong way? This is, this is, I'm here to disrupt things. And again, you're going to perceive this and receive this how you want to and how you need it to fit your own life. And that's fine. But I don't need to be your friend to love you and to guide you. I am your guide. I am your host on this podcast. I am your coach. If you hire me, I am your reader. If you get a reading with me and I know that one of my gifts and this, I have this incredible ability that I love to make people feel less alone because I am sharing concepts, insights, ideas, beliefs that you may not have ever spoken a single word to, to another human being. So when you hear me speaking about it, you're like, oh my God, this person understands me. This person validates who I am as a human being, as a soul even. And I love I love that I get to validate you in that way, but that doesn't make us friends. And that's not a bad thing. It doesn't mean I don't like you. I love you, but we don't need to be on that level for me to do my job. I think that's the important thing to remember too. This is my job, right? Just like all of these social media creators and content creators and service providers who are on social media, it is their job, right? Hi, it's post-production Mads coming in. I just wanted to add something on this train of thought is that just because the people that you connect with online, like myself, other service providers, content creators, whomever, and you have these like ongoing conversations, it doesn't mean that we don't like connecting with you. We absolutely love it. 
I'm just trying to make a point of clarifying what that connection is and maybe how to better approach it. Again, like 95% of you, 90% of you who come into my DMs, like it's so great and it's, I feel like the boundaries are so clear, but I, this has just been like a theme. It was a theme at the time that I was recording it. I feel like boundaries are like a constant ongoing theme, especially with, you know, social media and content creation being kind of like this new age sort of like we're all just trying to like learn and adapt and make it a really healthy safe space for everyone I love connecting with you I love getting your messages I just wanted to kind of express this because this is conversations that I have been having with my colleagues and other people in this space who have experienced the same thing and my hope is just to kind of illuminate where maybe the conversation boundaries need to be and like how to approach what these social interactions are and you can consider them like an online connection like an online friendship however you want to but I even saying the latter like online friendship still for me seems like it's really like too blurred on the lines especially like when you're talking to like a service provider right because often what will happen is you assume because there's this like established online connection that you can just get guidance from them in their DMs all the time. And I feel like I can speak freely for a lot of service providers. Like we don't have the time, space or energy for that. If you want our guidance, that is when you hire us. But um, it's not to say that we don't like connecting with you. I love connecting with you in my DMs. I love hearing, you know, how the podcast has impacted you, how it has helped you. They are really some of my favorite messages to get and episode topic requests and, you know, deep diving certain themes that we talk about on this podcast. I love it. I just felt like this was an important clarifying topic to have on the boundaries and what the relationship actually is. So I hope that that's clear. And uh, if it's not, well, then I did my best. (laughs) Anyways, enjoy the rest of the episode. It's a loving, beautiful interaction. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's a friendship. And I think that's the other thing too with interactions on social media and what you share on social media so this this person sent in this submission saying I struggle with knowing what to post on social media about my personal life and what not to I feel it's been part of my success to be so open and share my story but sometimes I feel too exposed with friends and family I'm a private person but I feel torn with this and girl when I read this this morning, I am not even kidding you. I have never related to anything so hard. And so I'm going to give you the advice that one of my friends and mentors gave me. You do not have to share your life story. You do not have to share your past. You do not have to share your challenges to be relatable. I have goosebumps. I had goosebumps when she told me this, when we came into this realization together. And I hope that you receive that in the way that you need to receive it. And I know for one that I, you know, if you've been following me on social media, if you guys have been following me for a while um, and you've been very observant over these last month, this last month or two of 2024, you go on my profile, you're not going to see anything personal anymore. Everything was removed. It's gone. And I think that it's really important to figure out what you want people to receive on your social media. My taste in music, my family plans, my relationship status have nothing to do with my ability to change your life. And so for the person who submitted this 
question in, in this in this request for support on this is my question to you for reflection would be what is it that you want to provide your audience yes your story got you to where you are but where do you want to be and is the past of your story part of the future of your story personally I know for me my past has not been a part of my story for the better part of three years and I don't need to keep talking about it just to feel like people can understand me and relate to me I'm not here to be relatable personally I'm here to teach what I know and I'm very comfortable in that I'm very embodied in that and I am also a very private person and so these experiences I've had where I've shared parts of my life I've really not wanted to share and I did it because you know you have to show your authenticity. You have to be vulnerable so your audience can connect with you. Now, fuck that at this point. Because I also, you know, and this is an unfortunate experience, but there are some people on the internet who will weaponize your vulnerability. They will hear something, they will take it out of context, and they will use it as a reason to misunderstand you, to, again, project their own idea of who you are as a person, who you are as a business, who you are in general to fulfill who they need you to be in their narrative, right? And I, for one, like just don't tolerate that. And I have never felt more at peace knowing that no one knows anything about my life anymore. And it feels really good. It feels very liberating. I have never felt more safe on the internet than I do knowing that I am only showing up for my business and for my work. And so I urge you truthfully to make that shift in your business and watch it thrive. Honestly, because when you honor, and this is intuitive and I follow you, so I know that you have very like intuitive content. When you follow this nudge in your intuition, I promise you the payoff is gonna be incredible. And the reality is that there's gonna be some people, and I've noticed this myself, there's gonna be some people who only follow you because they're nosy about your life. And guess what? If you continue catering to them, you're going to constantly feel that discomfort of being exposed. And it's such a disgusting feeling in all honesty with you. Like, and, and, and it evokes these messages that people feel like they can send to you and they feel entitled to know things about you. And I think if you are a service provider, if you are on the internet in the, in the form of a business or content creation, it's like no one's entitled to know you. No one is entitled to your energy. No one is entitled to have access to you. And so if you no longer want to cater to the audience who is just trying to be nosy about your life or who you feel is just there because they want to know about you, you have to take the authority and redirect your content. And it's going to feel really good when you do that. And I'm speaking from experience. And that is going to attract the ideal person that you want to serve. Because the people who are nosy about your life are, are not really going to be people that you're going to serve business-wise, service-wise, right? And it is kind of weird. I will say that. And that's something that I've spoken to my friends who are in content creation about and who are service providers as well. It's like, it's just so weird that people think that they're entitled to know you, to know your life, that they, that there's a lot of fucking audacity out there, let me tell you. And it's like, it's just weird. And again, I'm not saying that it's malintended from people, but it's just like weird. It's like questions, like if you saw me, like, in real life, like you wouldn't dare to fucking ask me that. And if you did, like I would look at you with shock on my face. And it's also, and I'm, I'm going to go here with this because this is something that I've really been realizing. And it's really been kind of eye opening to me on this topic because I've never really been one to kind of go into this kind of perspective on things. But if I was a man, 
people would not be asking me these things. Like I know male creators, male service providers on the internet, and they don't get these kinds of messages. Like, I don't know like what it is, but like women get asked the most appalling, intrusive, icky things. And it's like, I don't know if you're listening to this and you're listening to the, the business and social media perspective of this, but you're not on social media, like you're like a consumer, not a creator. Like, why do you care? Like, listen, okay. The, the example I want to give and listen, this song that just came out is absolutely terrible. And I actually, you know, have my own opinions on, on this, this artist, but Ariana Grande just released a song called yes. And, and listen, there's been a lot of controversy on her new relationship and I'm not going to share my opinions on that because that's her journey and I don't give a fuck in all honesty. That's just celebrity shit that I don't care about. But her song, I did listen to it. I think it's absolutely fucking terrible. And I also really stand by the lyric, why do you care who the I ride? Like, let's just like put it out there. Like the amount of questions I got in 2023 about my fucking relationship status was so annoying just to put it bluntly like why do you care if I'm single engaged in a relationship pregnant married like how does that affect you and why do you care like like y'all care more than my parents care to be straight with you like it's weird it's weird and so going back to this person's question, like, what is it that you want people to know about you? And, and go from there. Do you even want people to know you or do you want them to know your work? I, for one, don't care about people knowing me. I want them to know my work because it's my work that changes their lives. It's my work that helps them heal. My personal life doesn't do shit for them except feed their nosiness. And I'm not here to feed anyone's nosiness. So I would get I would kind of make like a pros and cons list of like, what do you feel really good about sharing on social media? And what don't you feel good about sharing on social media? The one piece of advice, regardless of where you land with this, that I would give you, and you can decide if it feels good for you, if it's resonant, is if you do share pieces of your personal life, never share them live. Always share them after the fact, especially if you're sensitive to energy. Um, People don't need to know what's going on in your life in real time. Like let that be your life and then share it when it feels relevant. That's what I did in 2023 and that still didn't feel right for me. So now I just don't share my life at all. Like this is the most that you're going to get about knowing what's going on in my process. Um, And even then you don't really know much about it, right? So that's what I would recommend. And I hope that that's helpful. You know, if you want more guidance on this, like please message me. Um, The person that submitted this question, like please message me. If you're also a social media um, creator or you're a business and you're like, Hey, like I'm struggling with this. Like just message me. Maybe we can make like a group chat, all of us, um, or something. I actually hate group chats, so I'm actually not going to do that. But (laughs) immediately I was like full body. No, like I'm absolutely not doing that, but I am, I'm happy to like try my best to like help you, um, figure this out. Um, and like for general advice, if you're wanting like more in-depth advice, book a reading with me, I can help you navigate this. Um, I will leave that linked below to book the reading as well. But I, yeah, I just feel like you need to figure out what feels good for you. And remember that people don't need to know about your life to be impacted by you of goosebumps. So that's where I want to leave it. For those of you who are consuming on social media, just remember you don't know people on social media. You don't. Sorry, you don't. None of us know anyone on social media. You can make friends on social media. But again, if your only point of contact with someone is through an Instagram DM or a TikTok DM, you're not friends. Um, it doesn't mean that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that they don't appreciate you, but, um, 
I think you need to know your place in people's lives, right? And I think that that comes down to the that comes down to the boundaries thing. Let's just drive it home full circle. Yes, please know your place in people's lives and know the place that people have in your life. You don't have to be friends with everyone, you don't have to be engaged with everyone, you don't have to be you know, super close with everyone and you can still benefit from the things that you see of them, the things that they teach, um, the one-off experiences that you have with them or the minimal interactions that you have with them. But the people who you are meant to grow alongside are going to be so involved in your life and everyone else is just this bonus that you get to learn from. And I like that. I think that's where I'm going to leave it. It's been a decently packed episode. So as usual, go be your divine self this week. If you want help with this, then A Happy Human is the course for you. You can use code COSMIC for 10% off. I will link it in the show notes. If you are just needing a little bit of guidance in terms of how you want to show up on social media as a creator, um, I honestly recommend booking a reading. I will leave that link below as well. Um, It's likely a wait list and you'll get notified whenever they're available. But go have a really great week. Go be your divine self. You got this. I love you so much and I hope this was helpful. I will see you in the next one.